Out of all the sustainability issues that we face on a daily basis, there's one particular issue that we don't get to discuss as often as the others, our oceans and seas. Today, I've invited my good friend Aki Nodado from the UP Marine Sciences Institute to talk about how we can protect our seas and what we can do as individual consumers. This is Ian Mia from the Philippines and welcome to the EcoLens where we discuss the big and small questions of sustainability. So good day, everyone, and welcome to the EcoLens, where we address the big and small questions on sustainability. So today I have a very special guest, Aki Nodado. So I'll, I'll introduce her a bit. No? So see, Aki, she's been working as a project staff for the UP Marine Science Institute. And previously, we also worked together in uh, this nonprofit organization called Alexa Mira Society. And now our topic will actually be about protecting the seas with Aki. So Aki, alam kong um, you've been working with uh, marine sciences for quite a long time na rin. Before, di ba, it was with BLSU. So, can you tell us more about yung what led you to this field? Actually, wala naman akong plans to venture in this field. Like, no, no talaga. I was really rooting for ast- astronomy before. But then, a uh, few months after I graduated college, I was fortunate enough to be hired by my previous college professor to his coral reef research group. So basically, in Shore Center, the research group has or had lots of projects ranging from coral reef assessments and coastal community empowerment. Also, ano din, we also tackle about reef reduction within coastal communities. In your experience in the Philippines, because diba, before you worked, extensively dun sa DLSC Shore. Ano yung experience mo with? And I've, I know na you've been through some field work na rin. Ano yung na, nakita mo dun sa coral reefs? I feel sad for them. Of course, I feel at first, during my during my diving lessons, sobrang amazed ako. Like, wow, ang ganda ng corals. Ganyan, ganyan. But then, I've, I, I noticed na some of them are either white now, which means bleach, or or kung hindi man bleach kasi bleach ibig sabihin parang 50-50 na sila eh eventually they die so once once they die um na, napapalibutan na sila ng algae so yun may, may mga nakikita na rin akong dead corals na napuno ng puno-puno na ng algae which is very very sad you know climate change is real and we don't even know if if we can be successful with the 2030 uh, SDG project that's why one one of my friends uh, one of my friends asked me last night if magkakarimatay ng future like Star Trek, and I said yes. Looking forward ako sa ganon, because it means that we were able to accomplish the 2030 SDG goals, and then we were able to protect our planet. I think yung what yung nagpapahirap lalo kasi um kumbaga, this is just one SDG, de ba? Life below water. And ang dami pa nating ibang concern. So it's quite very systemic siya in a way. How do you think, for example, di ba, ang daming namamatay na corals because of um, all these man-made disasters. Um, how do you think can we solve specifically yung 
problems with um, our coral reefs? Actually, the reason why we need to we need to ano to do something or to act dun sa ating mga human mga unsustainable human impacts kasi we know, may may tinatawag silang ridge to reef so ridge means yung sa land so whatever whatever's coming from the land it goes down below the water so it's not just the coral bleaching eh but it's also the coral diseases na recently lang nangyayari because of mostly based from um human impacts then also we need to reduce the carbon emissions because we need to help our coral because you know climate change it's very normal but since because of the advent of hum- many human activities that produces carbon e- emissions mabilis umiinit yung climate natin and then after which hinahihirapan makapag-adapt yung coral reefs natin to the changing climate That's why namamatay sila agad. Since nasa topic na rin tayo ng ano no, ng uh, with climate change and global warming and carbon emissions. Um to you as someone in the marine sciences no. Um what do you think uh, what do you wish people knew about yung our seas and oceans na um the that are most important to know right now? Well, in general kasi our bodies of water are We can consider this our brave new worlds. There's much more to discover. Also, uh, this provide us many benefits, such as yung the air we breathe. Like around 50% of the air we breathe actually came from tiny ocean plants called phytoplanktons. Kagaya nung nasa coral, corals. Also, yung algae then yung seaweed sa kinakain natin, yung nori. <laughs> we, also, we like nori. <laughs> yes. Or the gulaman that we eat, yung we, that we enjoy in our drinks, di ba? It actually came from seaweeds then Or these are from seaweeds. So, what else? Oh, it also, the, the oceans regulate climate patterns then Like, since around 70% covered ng water yung earth, It helps regulate weather patterns. Like for example, yung heat transfer, the oceans able are able to transfer heat from equator to the poles. So parang umiikot yung heat. I like how na mentioned mo kanina yung uh, heat, something about heat transfer. Kasi di ba definitely yung our bodies of oceans are responsible for kumbaga, regulating heat coming from the sun. Although considering na temperature is rising climate change is increasing you know uh, year by year i've read reports na um, for example yung our ice caps are it's not gradually melting it's melting at a fast pace already what can you say about this with the sea level rise what could be yung mga possible kumbaga yung negative impacts nun? so yung north pole kasi these are purely ice unlike sa south pole na medyo may land pa So imagine if all those ice from our North Pole nagmelt, nagtalagang makaharn ng sea level rise. Well, ngayon meron na talaga sea level rise. Example dyan, dinala namin yung students namin last year in Pampanga dahil na naapektuhan ng ganito ng sea level rise. Like whenever there's a storm or whenever tumataas ang tubig ng dagat, naaapektuhan yung mga yung mga lugar to the point na lumulubog na sila even yung land nila bumababa din also because of ano din extraction of groundwater 
ayun, ad- additional ano din yun, additional reason din kung bakit na- bumababa yung lupa. Also, what else? There are some places then in the Philippines na bumababa na din. So, they're always they're also prone to ano, to floods then. Some ano then, for the some parts of the Pacific Islands like the Kiribati, their government are also planning like how to evacuate these people if ever the sea level rise increased a lot kasi dati yung shore nila napakalaki napakalawak ngayon until their houses na nandun na yung dagat which is very dangerous then for the people living there yeah actually the way na inexplain mo um i like it kasi hindi lang siya yung tipong ano eh a singular issue kumbaga it's very 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 systemic na Um, we tend to jump from one topic to another, which is natural, di ba? Kasi, for example, dun sa sea level rise, no, daming problem like uh, with flooding in, for example, I've seen dun sa um, Jakarta, di ba? It's basically one of the sinking cities of the world. And I think andamin na lang bitin na yung seawall, eh. Um, but obviously, it's not enough. And meanwhile, in Manila, I mean, I don't know if we have any plans with sea level rise, but only time will tell. Mm-mm. Actually, another thing is, um, so we've been mentioning so many things about um, things like waste management, ocean acidification. It actually, it brings me dun sa um, what they call yung nine planetary boundaries. What it's trying to say is, um, dapat interconnected, dapat systemic yung the way we um, solve problems, kumbaga, no? For example, if we only address ocean acidification, parang do you think we can ever we can solve it without solving other 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 issues? Because, diba, if we are to address an, an environmental issue, we have to think of the root causes. We have to think also aside from the root causes, we also have to know what are the other effects on environmental issues. Then, actually, now that you mention it. Um... So now that you mentioned yung mga um, all these you know issues with ocean acidification um and yung problem with people usually having kumaga usually linear thinking eh it's usually point A to point B ano sa tingin mo yung parang why why do we find it difficult to think of it like a system or an ecosystem ano yung mga barriers doon or challenges natin Well in my opinion it's in the people <laughs> Like, we have to help each other. But there are times kasi in some communities that they do not participate or they do not help each other. Like, my, there are some cases of LGU and their fisher folks. I know na you mentioned the issues, kumbaga one by one. Kasi it's a lot. Para siyang if, if we're going to list them down, sobrang dami eh. Parang nakaka-stress nakaka and everything. So, given ng lahat ng to that we mentioned so far, Um, when it comes to our marine ecosystems, ano yung pinaka-critical problems na we should be aware of? Another root cause of climate change is pollution. Like, we all know that, pol- that pollution is an introduction of harmful materials into the environment. So, we're particularly uh, in the oceans. For example, like the toxic waste from factories, like yung mercury or their plastic wastes. Dami, no? Daming, we really have to look into different issues. Um, at least in my perspective, um, corporations have, kumbaga, 
a lot of responsibility then when it comes to these things. So it's not just consumers, diba? So whenever we hear about mga companies saying consumers should do a A, B, C, D, um, so parang, I mean, it, I could be wrong. Parang they're somewhat kind of shifting yung blame to us when they should be doing something about it themselves. Kasi um, although people like us are controlling yung market demand, Meanwhile, yung companies are the ones who, who have the option kumbaga, diba, to make it sustainable. So, and daming factors and daming factors na we have to consider. Your next question ko is, um, as a marine scientist, how do you think, so when we talk about uh, climate change, sustainability, and daming jargon and technical terms, and in terms of science communication, how do you think can scientists better kumbaga, deliver? yung message about the climate emergency or the climate crisis. Mm. You know, we have here pala sa Philippines, we have lo- lots of good science communication specialists or professionals here in the Philippines. Actually, environment protection itself, hindi siya nabibigyan ng importance. Actually, no. Um, I mean, I would, hindi ko siya sasabihin na parang lost case kasi I want to be optimistic. I mean, diba, we still have quite some time. I hope, fingers crossed. But the thing is, like for example, uh, I, I think an- one another problem with or another challenge with climate change is things like climate alarmism. Um, for example, we see news about, for example, in the UK, they have this group, they, they call themselves yung Extinction Rebellion, diba? And it's one example of climate alarmism. Basically, these people, tinatakot kanila na, if you, if you won't do anything, it's your fault and you die. Yung mga ganun. Um, I think that's one of the, I guess, challenges din. Kasi we're not delivering yung message ng climate change in, um, I guess, a very proactive way or something na optimism, ganun. And yeah, ang daming, daming uh, gusot eh, na we have to address, di ba? Perhaps in, in, it's in the system na eh. It's not just the person, but sometimes kasi we act based from the system that we already have. So, if there's something wrong, parang we bet, I guess we have to address first the system. Pero of course, it's a matter of, if it's a matter of our collective effort and choice to revamp the system to make it better. Pero I like that, no? The keyword is collective action. Specifically, SDG number 17, Partnership for the Goals. So, tumpak. <laughs> tumpak with that. Um, and, yeah. Oh, for example, kasi personally, I, yung, my, my personal favorite SDG siguro is um, decent work and economic growth. For example, we can even partner that with um, SDG on life below water. Kasi we really have to start connecting these things. Eh. For example, although na, di ba, we have these um, 17 SDGs, hindi, hindi siya enough na we just do it one by one. Kasi if we do that, it will take us thousands of years. So we really have to interconnect them. Just to add, our country is actually an agricultural country. I, want, I just want to point out how food security is very crucial everywhere even here in the country but we don't give importance to our farmers and, or, and to our fisher folks they they provide us our food yet we don't give them 
like we don't give them proper or enough recognition and they don't they are not well compensated enough i like yung i like how you highlighted then our farmers and fisher folks kasi diba as we know sa philippines halos average age nila uh, well correct me if i'm wrong mga 60 plus diba though a lot of children or youth are um they're going to in, they're, they're going into different careers na no to me that's a It's not a simple problem. It's intergenerational na kumbaga. Yeah. What do you call this? Hindi ko sila sinisisi because it's really difficult to work as a fisherman or as a farmer kasi magbabata ka talaga ng buto or maghihintay ka ng isda for a few days or weeks tapos if mayroon pa dyang hazard, work hazards, no? what if magkaroon bigla ng ng typhoon or mapunta kayong boat mo in other different territories na so mahuhuli ka pa. So, we don't give much proper protection and compensation to these unsung heroes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Siguro if we're to connect that to uh, the sea, kumbaga. so for example us. So, well, I'm not an, I'm not a seafood lover. In fact, I don't really like seafood. But for people na who are like, they love seafood. But at the same time, diba, we also have to be concerned with yung, the lifeline of our fishes in the sea. What's your take on that? Um, how do we make sure na we kumaga, maintain sustainable fishing and not you know, deplete the world of this life? Ano, diba? Oh, that's a good, you know, that's a good question. Kasi, you know, our country... Since we are an archipelago and we have lots of gulfs na pwedeng mapangisda, we actually have lots of marine protected areas here. Like there like there are some designated places where fishers can only get their fish. So these fisher folks, they only have a designated place wherein they cannot touch it. Because it's like a breeding ground of fishes na. Because if we don't do sustainable fishing, eventually mauubos din yung fish. And then magkakaroon tayo ng problems with food security. So, yes. So that's why there are lots of NGOs, even MSI, they highlight the importance of having marine protected areas. Even actually up to LGU level, they they create their own marine protected areas because most of the most of the provinces here in the philippines are also coastal communities then eh? coastal areas then especially here no kasi diba philippines obviously more than just being a land agriculture and dami rin nating coastal communities so it's something na and most of these well many of these um, fishermen kumbaga yun yung main source of income nila eh. we can't just go there tapos sabihin natin na Um, don't fish kasi masama yan for the sustainability of the seas, di ba? And we can't just do that. It's nice na uh, we have a lot of these marine protected areas and hopefully our fishermen, kumbaga, they are able to maintain a consistent livelihood um, despite this, di ba? Mm. That's why we have, I want to support the small-scale fishers then. Kasi kapag, um, well, there are, ano din eh, there are, large scale co- there are large scale fishings like commercial fish yun particularly commercial fishing so nawawalan ng like nawawalan ng fish or kuha or fish catch ang ating fishermen 
there's a there are there's a particular place here in the Philippines, somewhere in Batangas. Like they really fight commercial fishing. And then they succeeded. They eventually succeeded. So what? Some there are some fishermen who, who what? They earn as much as sixty thousand to hundred thousand per month just fishing. So there are some people from their place who event who finished college here in Manila, then worked in Manila, but then went back to that particular place because fishing gives them much more or, or gives them much more earnings than just working an average job here in the in Manila. So imagine that, diba? If we support small scale fishing. Yeah, definitely. And ano nga eh kasi um we have to shift the mindset then kumbaga na hindi lang ganyan yung agriculture. I mean if we look at other countries, diba? Um they um people who get into uh, these types of livelihoods usually sila pa malaking kita eh. So we really have to change yung mindset. And apart from mindset, um it's also something about are these um, people or livelihoods being supported by the government or by the private sector or all the different kinds of support that they can get. And siguro my next question would be, um, so I, for the people who, uh, who are, might be interested in getting, getting, <laughs> in getting into um, a marine science field, no? um, what would your advice be um, for them if they're going to pursue this? If you want to pursue a career in marine science or any career in general, better make sure about what area you want to specialize in. Like instead of thinking about what you want to become, like for example, I want to become a marine biologist. I want or I want to become a doctor. Like better think of the why. What what do or better think of the why you want to learn this particular field. We better ask yourself why you want to learn this why you want to do this diba what peop- what particular people you want to help diba all right so sa mga nakikinig to, so these are all very very important uh, career advice kumbaga so uh, definitely if if you're really into marine science i recommend that you look into it and of course if you gusto niyo i-message si Aki why not <laughs> 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 and uh, okay so finally um so meron ka bang gustong batiin or perhaps you want to promote anything in particular probably an initiative uh, ongoing initiative ganun well as of the moment i don't have any projects related to marine science because we were all just doing work because of the pandemic like we don't we're not able to go on field works or do other projects but i want to encourage people to take their part at least kahit isa lang in helping in helping our planet heal or at least re- reduce the carbon emissions so yeah practice proper waste segregation i also highly encourage people to to appreciate the oceans like if you if we don't have pandemic anymore just try go to the beach for yeah it's very relaxing and it might help them release their stress from studies from work city life in particular there all right and i guess yung keyword natin for that is mindful consumption 
Tama ba? Yes. Yes. I agree that. I agree to that. <laughs> Mindful consumption. Alright. And so, I think that's all the time we have for today in the Ecolens where we discuss the big and small questions of sustainability. I hope to see you next time and stay tuned. So, thank you, Aki. Thank you, Ian. <laughs>